Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Dave Helmbrecht, and you probably know that by now. But there might be new listeners listening, right? I might have some people that are just tuning in. I'm, I'm hoping to have new listeners all the time. Sometimes I hope they just go to the most recent one and pick up from there. I got to get more podcasts out, you guys. I'm not... My motivation is like I play video games and it's a distraction. It helps me escape my pain and my, my fucking crazy mind. But I, all the time I'm doing that, I, there's a, I, it doesn't take that long to sit down and do some fucking notes, uh, research a few things, and sit down here and record the podcast. Yeah, I do some editing and I go through and I pull out some fucking ums. I shouldn't even tell you guys that. I don't, I don't do that. What are you talking about? I'm going to fucking edit that out so you guys don't know that I, I, I go through and I, I clean it up a little bit, which is good. Like, I want better content. I want it to sound good. You'd, you want things that are smooth and good listening to, you know, it's easy listening. I like to hope I am. I like to hope that I got a soft, gentle voice. No, I don't. I got a macho man voice. Oh, yeah. Well, welcome to the podcast. This podcast is about tribalism. I'm going to start doing, you know, topic-based podcasts. It gives me something to talk about. I'm done talking about everything that's going on in America right now, politics and this and that. And I, I go into this, I try to do the one-minute rant, and you guys will learn that I can't just do one minute about politics or shit that's going on in America. The shout-out for this podcast goes out to my cousin Jake. And I get into it right at the beginning. My cousin Jake passed away, and he was a huge supporter of my podcast. Huge supporter of my video game streaming, and we lost him at 27. Fuck, man, life is fragile. And I'm, I'm seeing the effects that a, a death does to a mother, the, you know, his family. His father passed away when I was in, in 1997, when I was in seventh grade. And but anyway, Jake, if you fucking can hear me right now from the other side, man, thank you for all your support. Uh, thank you for being... Just the happy-go-lucky guy that you were. You're going to be missed, man, and we miss you already. This, this one goes out to my cousin Jake. Also, if you guys want to hit me up, davespodcast1 at gmail.com. Funny Welder on Instagram. Don't use Twitter anymore, really. Uh, Funny Welder Gaming on Facebook. Come watch me game. Give me a shout-out. Just shout at me. Don't give me a shout-out. But you like it, share it, comment, just watch. Anything helps. Uh, support is huge. Lift each other up, especially in these hard times of 2020, the quarantine, the people being out of work, people's businesses going under, uh, the stress and, and, and worrying about just life in general. Thank you guys for listening. Enjoy the podcast. Hey, what's up, hey, everybody? what is going on, everybody? What's going on, everybody? What up, everybody? Welcome. Welcome to the Dave Cast. Welcome back to Dave Cast. The Dave Cast. The Dave Cast. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for listening. Man, I cannot get a point across to save my life today, you guys. I'm getting emotional. Stop getting emotional, Dave. Listen to me, guys. I'm out of control. So, welcome to the Dave Cast. I'm going to be your host, Dave Helmbrett. This was the first podcast. I hope you guys liked it. I love you guys, and thank you so much. Love you guys. Listening. Later. All right, I want to start the podcast out by saying uh, happy belated birthday to Robin. She uh, had a birthday on the 31st. I don't know if she wants me to disclose how old she is, but we're creeping up on 40. I had a birthday in July as well. I'm 38. When I was younger, I was like, if somebody was 40, they're old. Like, am I old? I don't feel old. I don't want to act old. I want to 
be goofy and joke and be a little kid still. Uh, those urges aren't there as much as they used to be. Like, if you guys knew me, I was always kind of joking around and just goofy and stuff. And that's kind of been, I don't know, it's, it's kind of left me a little bit. And I think it has, I think it mostly has to do with my mood lately, how I've been. Like, I used to just start singing out of nowhere, start dancing. I would dance to music all the time. And I don't know, lately I've just been dead inside. <laughs> they got me on bipolar medication, so I am starting that. I've only been on it for two days, and today I'm in this particularly good mood, and I feel like I haven't been in a good mood in a while. Even while I'm out fishing, which me and my, shout out to my buddy Mike, we've done, we've been out fishing quite a bit. At least a couple times a week, we go out to the Red River, catch some big cats. I posted a few pictures on the, on the internet, on you on, fuck, Facebook. This is why I got to do podcasts more often. I feel like I get rusty in between them. Even if like a couple weeks go by and I don't have one, I haven't put one out. I just got to do this. Like I talk about all the time. Like anytime you want to do something that and you want to get better at it, it's got to be consistency. You got to be dedicated and you got to be consistent. So this is the first podcast where I'm going to come out and do like topic related stuff. This podcast is going to be about tribalism, which we'll get into here in a little bit. And the big thing is, is like I'll just break out the actual definition uh, some facts about it maybe, and then I'm gonna just going to rant and talk about my, what I think. And I'm a fucking idiot, so don't even like think that my opinion, this is just my opinion on it. If you don't fucking like it, then don't listen. If you don't like it, then fucking write me and tell me and we can talk about it. Maybe I'll change my mind about it. If you, you know, if you have a good point, hit me up. I am one, I don't get married to ideas. I am, I am an open-minded Free thinker, I would like to think I am. I'm on the fence about everything because I don't, I'm not that smart and I don't know all the facts. So unless I know all the facts, which nowadays, where do you get facts from? The internet? Shit's all fucked up. Social media. If you get your facts from social media, you're fucking crazy. You're crazy. Uh, real quick, my cousin Jacob Helmbrecht uh, passed away. Uh, last Sunday, he was only 27 years old. His mom, his brother, his sister, he was a huge supporter of this podcast. He listened. He uh, would write me feedback and let me know what he thought. Uh, he came to my streams all the time. Uh, I stream video games. Still, to this day, I stream video games. He would come and just comment, get me talking. He would just, it helps so much when I'm streaming for someone to come in and just say, hi, how are you? And he would do it all the time. Anytime he saw me live, he'd at least stop in a few and say hi, him and his brother, Brian, which Buck, I, you know, here's the thing with Jacob is he's 11 years uh, younger than me. I knew him as a little kid. Uh, I joined the air force and just left as an adult. I'd never really knew him that well. I, at funerals and stuff, family events, we I'd see him, we'd talk. We've talked politics before, and he really liked to talk politics. He was really into that stuff. But he was just, I was just always gone and never around. He lived in Sioux Falls. And like my cousin Buck, his brother, Brian, he, I knew Brian really well. We talked all the time. We grew up together. Yeah, he's a little older than me, but it's like we knew each other and we were family. Like, if I haven't seen him in, like, a year or even talked to him in a year, we could just pick up where we left off. 
with Jacob, I talked to him on the internet quite a bit about the podcast, like I said, uh, about streaming. He would comment on some of my uh, posts that were kind of controversial and stuff. For what I knew of him, Jake was a good dude, and he was a, had a you know a kind-hearted person, which uh, you know everybody on that side of the family is pretty kind-hearted and, and, and good people. Not that I have family members that aren't, but I might. I might. Don't want to call anybody out. And it's sad. Twenty-seven years old, and he's gone. You know, I got I got notified of it, and I was just I was blown away. You know, when you get a call and you and they're like, oh, I got bad news. You know, and it's usually somebody passed away or something, you know, something bad happened. You don't, you don't think it was your 27 year old cousin that passed away. It wasn't an accident or anything. He was just found in his bed. Uh, they don't know what happened to him yet. And I don't know if I would disclose it if I did know right now, you know, it's none of my, not my business to put it out there, but Godspeed, Jacob, uh, you'll be missed. People are devastated. You know, his mom, Lynette, I, you know, I gave her this huge hug. And what do you say to somebody, you know, that just lost their kid? Like, that's the worst thing that can ever happen, right? Like, I would rather, I would die, I would rather die than lose one of my children. Like, I'm supposed to die before them. They're supposed to live a full, happy life. Man, that's, that's so sad. I feel so bad for that whole family. Huge shout out to all of them. Keep your heads up. Jake would want you to to move on and not move on like not you know not forget about him or just whatever but just you can't he wouldn't want you to stop living your life and he would want you just to continue being happy and and doing what you love to do you know I'm recording this right now so maybe I can post it up on YouTube uh, my buddy Tanner shout out Tanner told me he's like dude the thing about you is when you talk is like your hands and your you know your just your expression and your and seeing me you can see like when I get passionate about something how I get into it and I guess I'm funner to watch I don't know I yawn all the time it's not as bad as it used to be uh, it's a side effect of one of my medications so I just gotta tell that I used to yawn and be like ah! And Robin was like, that's getting so annoying. Stop doing that. So I had to stop. My camera's over here, and I, my, I can see myself up here. So I need to stare over here. Hey. What else? Uh, we'll get into... We've been watching shows. I'm going to talk... I used, I used to hit on the shows we would watch and stuff, and we go through this time and phase where we don't watch a lot of shows. These yawns got to stop. Season 10 of Shameless is out. We're like a few episodes deep of that. And that's always just a funny, batshit crazy show about that. A family in Southside Chicago that I don't think anything good ever happens to them. You know, and the, a good thing happened to the main character and she's not even in this season. She I started businesses and stuff and sold them and got money and bounced. But it's a good show. I enjoy it. I started watching The Last Dance. Uh, it's about Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, the Chicago Bulls. Well, you know, in the 90s. And it's, it goes, it's in the 80s when, you know, Michael Jordan started with them. And then it goes into the 90s where they won their five championships. Did they win six? I don't know. I don't know basketball, so I'm not 
I'm intrigued by it because I really, you know, I knew of Mike, obviously know Michael Jordan. You see his highlight stuff all the time, but I didn't grow up watching basketball. I've never really, I played basketball, but I've never been on a team. Basketball wasn't my thing. In fifth grade, I asked my dad if I could be on a basketball team, and I think he kicked me in the ass. He said, you're a wrestler, and you're going to wrestle. And I don't, I'm, I'm happy he did that. I'm glad he, he fucking should have kicked the shit out of me for asking to play basketball. Back then, I was probably four foot nothing, and he was like, why would you play basketball? There are short guys that do good at basketball, but shit, I'm like 5'7 now. You know, I might have been quick and been able to move the ball around and stuff, but nah, wrestling made me a better person, made me stronger, tougher. And it's an individual sport, you know? Like, you're, you have a team, but when it's you on the mat, it's just you out there. Nobody else to help you. Nobody to cover for your mistakes. You make a fucking mistake, you end up on your back, you get pinned, you get get down by five points. That's on you. You can't. You have nobody to blame for your, but yourself. So that's I could talk wrestling all day. Streaming, like I said a little bit ago, I'm still streaming. I am trying to do it every night from ten to two. If my fucking internet will hold up for me. Oh my god! Last night I started the stream. Apex Legends. It's like when I talk, it makes me yawn. Like as I talk, I need to express. I need to expel carbon dioxide, right? Isn't that what yawns are? You're, really, you're getting rid of CO2 in your body or lungs or whatever. I don't know. So like I said, I've been streaming still. And yes, I play video games. Yes, it's my escape. Dude, so Joe Rogan on his podcast told, was talking about how video games are a waste of time. If you say just that, it's out of context because he did say he's been addicted to video games. He likes video games. He understands that it's a good way for people to escape their problems and just disappear into video games. Uh, but if you're wasting 10, 12 hours a day playing video games, 8, 8 to 12 hours a day playing video games, you're probably wasting time. Like You should probably find something a little more productive. But if you're streaming and getting paid, which there's a chance that you can have a career in video games. It's really saturated right now. It's really rare. Uh, would I want to sit and get paid to play video games? I think about it and I'm like, yeah, that'd be awesome. Like I could come here, log in, play video games every day. But it's kind of like this podcast where it kind of I get this I get this stress, I get this uh, this anxiety, it's pressure. Like I got to keep putting out podcasts. I got to try to make the content better. I got to try to get better at it. Uh, same with streaming. Like every time I sit down and I start streaming. I have to try to be entertaining, uh, funny, good at the game. Like I have to try to get consistently better at the game. And I feel like with Apex Legends, the first-person shooter that I play, I'm getting, I'm way better than I used to be, getting a lot better at it. And that is the game that I get the most views when I play it. The most people watch me. Uh, I play zombies every once in a while. And it just doesn't, I don't get the views. I, if people want to watch somebody play Apex Legends, they want to watch somebody who's good at it, they want to watch somebody who's entertaining. They got to try to give them a little bit of all that. And I get the best results with Apex Legends, the most viewers. But here's the problem is Apex Legends is like a, it's a pretty complex game and it uses a lot of bandwidth on your internet. And I'm streaming at the same time, so I'm using even more internet. 
our internet here fucking sucks. <laughs> so some nights it runs great. I can't hate, you know, some nights it's great. But most of the time I got a little lag while I'm playing. And with those games, it's like whoever gets their shot off first, reacting, hiding, moving, your movement is huge. And if I fucking, I'm off by like one little millisecond, it fucks you up. And it's just frustrating. Because I'm streaming and I'm trying to get this content out. I'm trying to hold back again. Fuck. I'm okay. I'm all right. Maybe. So if you guys see me on Funny Welder, Facebook, I have only been streaming on Facebook now. I think I'm going to stick with that platform. Twitch is so saturated. It's whatever. I've been getting really good results with Facebook. And I don't have it set up where I get donations or money yet. I don't give a shit. I'm not trying to make money right now or, or anything off, off streaming. I'll just try to build a community. You try to build a community where you get people to come watch you. So when somebody sees that you go live, they'll at least drop in and say hi. Or you find lurkers that people just like watching you, but they don't comment and talk. I'm going to do this thing on the podcast. I got to get my phone. Where I've been fucking bitching and ranting about the government, mask wearing and stuff, politics. And I'm going to limit myself to one minute. I'm going to start a stopwatch. In one minute, I get to rant and fucking bitch about the government, politics, anything. Everything crazy that's going on in the media right now. In the fucking media themselves. All right, let's just start this. First, I want to say, well, fuck all, every media branch, right? Whether you're fucking left, right, fucking blue, red. CNN is fucking blue, democratic, and it's just like a political platform for the Democrats or the left to bitch about the right. And then the right is uh, Fox News, and they're just there to bitch about the left and, and the Democrats. And it's like... Politics has taken over our media and people are, I think people are just fucking too dumb and they don't understand that just because it's on the fucking news doesn't make it true. Doesn't make, doesn't mean it doesn't have an agenda behind it. Doesn't mean it's twisted. I spent 45 seconds talking about this already. Fuck the media. I don't know where to even find our fucking news or anything anymore, but wear a fucking mask. Uh, it's out of respect to other people. You don't know. You might be asymptomatic. You might not know that you have it. Even if it's like a 10% chance of not getting somebody's fucking grandma sick and dying, that's fucking great. It keeps spit from flying out of your fucking mouth. It's not for you. It's for other people. Have some fucking respect. People in Japan have been doing it for a decade now. When they feel like they're not, when they feel like they're sick or coming down with something, they wear a fucking mask. It's not to protect themselves. It's to not infect anybody else because it's out of fucking respect. So have, I'm fucking well over my fucking time by over 30 seconds already. I used to be like, don't wear a mask, wear a mask, whatever. Nobody's taking your fucking freedom away. Your freedom's already been fucking taken away in so many other ways. One little more thing, wear a mask. It's not a big fucking deal. And they're not loading people on fucking trains. It's not the Holocaust. Put comparing it to fucking Hitler and Nazi Germany. Jesus Christ, I'm done. All right. That was the fucking, it was two minutes. Maybe I need two minutes. Or maybe I'll, I'll like bump it up to like a three minute rant. That was my rant. Let's get into the topic of the day, and I pick tribalism. Kind of, it is is kind of because of what's kind of going on in America right now with race relations, uh, the police, and other things. 
and tribalism it's it's got so many layers to it and i like i like talking about it i like it helps explain a lot of like how our culture works how other cultures work how let me get into it so the definition of tribalism is a is a state or fact of being organized in a tribe or tribe so that's kind of like a duh definition but then on my phone it said der, der, i don't know who i i think i just searched it on google uh, a derogatory definition. I don't know what that even means. Bad, right? Like it's derogatory. Like it's, I should look up a definition of derogatory. I kind of know what it means. It's like an un, unofficial definition. Uh, it's defi- like a, the definition that's more used now compared to the actual definition. I don't know. But it's the, de- the behavior and attitudes that stem from strong loyalty to one's own tribe or social group. So that's the definition. Uh, some things that like, I I don't know this stuff for fucking real. I don't know. I, these are just, I don't have any facts. I, I, I mean, I don't really have any facts. It's just, I'm going to parrot whatever heard other people say. Mostly probably Joe Rogan, right? Cause that's fucking, I listen to Rogan so much. Uh, I listen to every one of his podcasts. I don't always agree with everything he says. I'm not like, a, I'm, I am a Joe Rogan dick writer, but I am not. Sometimes he'll get into shit and I'll just be like the Rayshard Brooks thing where he's like, the cops should have just gave him a ride home. Well, if cops gave fucking people who were drinking and driving a ride home or people who were breaking the law a ride home, they'd be, it'd be fuck, just, they'd be just become an Uber, the Uber police. Just, they're not, they don't get paid to fucking give people rides home. While they're giving the guy a ride home, what happens when they get a call and they got to fucking go to a fucking shooting or something? Now that guy's, that guy's life is in danger. Just sitting in the car, like, what if somebody starts shooting? You know, it's like, I'm not getting into that right now. But I'm just saying, I disagree with some of the stuff Joe Rogan says. I'm not 100% uh, the Joe Rogan dick rider. I'm going to start off as saying, like, patriotism is kind of like a way, it's like a form of tribalism, like, Americans. Everybody in America is an American. We're like our own tribe, uh, if you're over, you know, when you're in America, you don't really see it. But when you're overseas and you're in a place and everybody doesn't, nobody speaks English. Nobody, everybody has an accent. Uh, they don't fucking look like you. All of a sudden you see someone. It actually it almost starts off with race, right? Because the people, like when I'm in Turkey, uh, those people have a very distinct look compared to like me, like a white dude. Like you can tell, I can tell by looking up that they're Turkish. Uh, in Turkey, you have like Russian Turkish people and they look more white. Uh, they don't look so Arabic. Uh, like I've, I think I said this before, but when I was in Turkey, I learned that Turkey's a melting pot of Europe um, from the West, uh, from the Northeast. You got Russia coming down, you know, and Romania and all that stuff. And then from the South, you have this Arabic culture or ethnicity coming up there. So a lot of them look, uh, they're kind of darker, not darker skin, like really like a tan skin, dark hair, big eyebrows, hairy people. And they get that from like their Arabic side. And then you have like more bigger, stout Russian looking guys and the European guys, which I guess would be white, right? But I guess you kind of have grease right there and stuff and they're kind of more tan skin. So you have like this melting pot of people and when you're overseas, like I'm in Turkey, I can see someone, I'm like, that guy looks white. But then I usually can tell by the clothes that they're wearing if they're not, if they're American or not, or even European people dressed a little different. So like, 
Am I profiling people? Yeah. In a, not profiling, but I'm like looking. This is the tribalism thing. So I'm walking around. Nobody speaks English. And all of a sudden I see another white person. So here I am tribally connecting with somebody because we both look similar. We're both white. Then I look at their clothes and I'm like, ah, I'm probably a fucking Turkish dude that's white. Or I can see their clothes and be like, that's an American. Maybe it's another military guy which I'll get into the military aspect of it here in a minute too. But right away you're like, if you're overseas and you're vacationing in fucking wherever, let's, you're in Japan, you're in an Asian country and everybody looks Asian. And all of a sudden you see another white person and they, they, they talk and you're like, they speak English, there's one thing we have in common. They're from America and you're like, man, we're Americans. And you just start talking, you can get along right away because you're both from America. You're both from the same tribe. America right now obviously is it's diverse it's it's divided by race a lot of race race stuff going on and it's divided by I'll get I'm going to get into like state like you have state pride then you have like hometown pride or the city pride or the area that you live in like I'm from the Midwest or I'm from the Pacific Northeast and I'm from California you know it's like you have this pride that if you run into somebody else like you're not in California, you 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 know you you're visiting family. Like my sister will come to South Dakota and visit family. Well, if she ran into somebody that was like, I'm from California, I'm from, I live in California now too, and they can get along and talk. And it's like this tribalism of like the, the California tribe. And then it's like I'm in LA, I'm I'm in LA too, and it's like even more to talk about because they have stuff in common or they might know similar things and just gives them more to talk about. You know, but then you have rivalries. Like, I was from Millbank, South Dakota, growing up. Eight miles to the east, you have Ortonville, Minnesota. And we used to get in fights with them. We used to go to their, we, they used to come to our town, and we'd all be hanging out in Sturvin's parking lot. We were all just in there chilling and talking and have music on or something in a car. And they would drive by and throw a beer bottle at us or throw some shit out or drive by and just flip us off. And all of a sudden it's like, shit is on like Donkey Kong. We're bored and we need to fucking do something or we're going to go crazy. And so we're like, we got to run these people out of our town or run them down and try to beat them up. So we jump, everybody would just jump in cars, jump in a truck, jump in the back of a fucking truck. Yes, been there, done that. And we'll go chase after their car. Well, sometimes they'd pull over and get out and it's fucking fish to cuffs and we'd fight. Uh, sometimes they would just run and we'd chase them out of our town. Well, we would go over there and do the same thing. They have a hangout parking lot that they hang out in and we would go over there. We would, sometimes we'd pull into that parking lot and be like, leave, we're taking, we're going to hang out here. And they'd be like, no, we're going to fucking defend our parking lot. And we're like, we're going to take your parking lot. So here we are. And it was just to pick a fucking fight and it was out of boredom or whatever, but you would go over there with people from Millbank who you might not necessarily like, but when it's you against them, like you need people on your team, on your tribe, and you fucking go to, go to war together. You'll fight together. And with that being said, like the military was the same way. So veterans, people who served in the military are obviously veterans, Dave. People who are still in the military uh, we have this bond. So it like, it, it doesn't matter what branch they were in. It's like, I'm a veteran. Oh, me too, man. What'd you serve? You know, and they're like, I was in the Marines. I was in the Air Force. The, 
oh, you were in the chair force, and they'll poke fun at each other. You're fucking jarhead, dude. Is he still programmed to fucking be a bullet sponge? And you just fuck with each other. But in the end, you're laughing and joking, and in, being in the military kind of like gives you that bond. You you know, and you don't even know the person, but you have all these things in common with each other already. And then, then while you're in the military or even after the military, like I said, you have your branches, your Air Force bond, you know, the Marine, I don't know, I've worked with Marines all the time and it's basically the same thing, but they have like the rank, the different ranks, uh, they have different, uh, you know, their PT regiment is probably harder than the Air Force. The way they do things is a little different in every branch. So if I run into somebody, it's like, I was in the Air Force. Hey, so was I, man. And we both kind of know how the Air Force operated and we, you know, maybe been stationed at the same place. And then you, but what'd you do in the military, man? And it was like, or what'd you do in the Air Force? I was like, I was a cop. Dude, I was a fucking cop too, man. Like we can start talking. Like, where were you stationed? What'd you do? You know, did you know this guy? Yeah, I fucking knew that guy. And, and, and where'd you deploy to? Or, you know, you just start talking and the more you have in common, like the more you can fucking chat it up and be buddy buddy with each other right so like you had this tribe of the what branch you were you know the, you being in the military what branch you were in what career field you had and then even like oh you were stationed at grand forks i was stationed at grand forks dude so we both know the base uh, and then you had like while you're on that base you have squadrons on the base and the security force you know we're all security forces squadron and that's broken down into even flights or elements and it just you know if you're if you're work, if you were a coworker, like not this, is not not even in the military. If you just have a coworker, but I'm kind of basing on the military, and you don't get along with them at work, you don't like working with them. You fucking have to pick up all the slack, or they're just a dick to you. But if you're walking down the street and you see this dude getting beat up by somebody, or about to get in a fight, you'll back him up. You know him. You know what I mean. You, I know that guy from work. Like I'm gonna fucking take it, have his back. Even though you don't like him, you're like, I'm part of this fucking P.S. Doors tribe. I'm part of the fucking McDonald's tribe, you know? And you'll back each other. With that scenario being said, I wanted to bring up race with that. So, like, I feel like each race has can have their own tribe in a way. Not every Not everybody that's black, Asian, whatever, is necessarily tribal toward other Asian people or other black people. But it's really common. It is. And... You know, I've I've heard from black friends and stuff that they say, I yes, I just fucking said, I just justified something I'm going to say with, I have a black friend. I shouldn't have probably said that. I have a black brother. I can say racist stuff. Mm, maybe. No, 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 no. Let's not talk about that. I've heard black people say, like, if if I, you know, if I see another brother getting in a fight, man, I'm going to jump in and help out, you know, my, my brother or whatever. Uh, the black guy, and it's like, us fucking white people, man, if I see a white guy getting his ass kicked, me, myself, I'm, if I, if it gets to a point where someone is going to possibly kill somebody, which any fight could end up with death, but if it's just two dudes duking it out, I'll stand back for a minute. If one of them goes down unconscious or hits the ground and the other one's stomping on his fucking head, I'll be like, all right, that's enough or break it up. But any, you could be breaking up a fight and that dude thinks that you're the guy he's fighting's buddy and he'll start fighting you and it can get fucking iffy, right? So a lot of times you just kind of want to butt out of that stuff. And a lot of people don't know how to fight anyway or they don't know how to deal with physical violence confrontation. 
But like I said, a black dude will see another black dude getting his ass kicked and he'll jump in to help him just because they're black. Well, like I said, I'm white or white people are just like, none of my business and we'll just go on our merry fucking way. Like, we don't care. It's weird. It's weird that like I'll see a cop, I'll see a shooting of a, the cops shoot a white person and I don't give a fuck, man. I'm like, what'd that guy do? Shouldn't have been breaking the fucking law, you know? And if it's unjustified and it's really bad, you know, I'll have, a, I'll have an opinion on it or be like, dude, fuck, that's a bad cop or that cop made a really bad call in that situation and I can Monday, Monday morning quarterback it all day long. Tribalism when it comes to race is, is interesting. Uh, I used to, I work around a lot of, uh, I call them islanders, uh, people from Guam, uh, Puerto Ricans, uh, anybody who lived on an island, like it was so weird that they, they barbecue together all the time and they always get together. And I don't know if it's because they, you grew up on a small island and I'm guessing that's why you grew up in this small community. You around these people, you're around, you can't escape it. You're on a fucking island. What do you do? Swim to shore, you know, swim to fucking mainland. Yeah, you can move and get off the island and, and go and, you know, and do other things. But I can only imagine how tight-knit it is and you're always around each other. So you're just used to that, having the family, having friends, having, you know. So they're, they're always getting together and having having barbecues and this and that. And don't get me wrong. I know fucking white people have our, get, our gatherings and our get-together. But I'm telling you, it's not on the level that islander people fucking do it and it, it's so cool i love it and the funny thing is is they won't leave you out necessarily i've been invited to so many of these barbecues or barbecues parties whatever it's usually it's a fucking barbecue dave just say it like it is i like i enjoy it like i, I like going to them everybody is they're so fucking friendly and so awesome when i was in africa there was a chamara or a, Ga, a guam a guam guard unit there and it was mostly uh filipinos uh chamaros which are from guam they were barbecuing all the fucking time. And I don't know where they were get they would they knew how to like they would go order the defect and they would they had to do these forms and they could get a, a bulk load of meat to say they were gonna barbecue. These motherfuckers were down in the ocean spearing fish off base. It's hilarious. They're so fucking cool and so fun to be around. But man, they'll they'll have each other's back so fast in a fight. It's crazy. The tribalism that takes takes place on these islands or whatever. So I was getting into the the diversity aspect of it, right? Is that where I left off? America's very diverse, and we have our little tribes within it. Whether you want to say you state tribe, you tribe by race, ethnicity, your religious tribes. Man, fuck! I didn't even get into that. You know, everybody's go to the same church, same religion, you're, you're kind of have this tribalism towards each other. Stuff in common, like I said earlier. America's really divided right now. And things happen that bring us together as Americans. War, we go to war with someone and it's like, fuck America, you know? You know, there are, obviously there are people that, that, that think war is bad. We shouldn't be fucking fighting. It's 2020. Why are we still physically killing each other? It's like things should be able to be settled but everybody's just so different culturally that you can't make everybody happy. Uh, but when something happens, 9-11 brought America together. Uh, I'm telling you, like if China landed on one of our coasts and they were starting to invade, we would all fucking drop our differences really fast. And we would fucking fight to protect this fucking land that we stole from somebody else. Protect our stolen land. You can't have this. We stole it fair and square. 
right? <laughs> so the tribe kind of comes together at times. And then like a time like right now, we're so diverse. We're so diverse down to the point about wearing masks. Like you have this fucking tribe that's like, I'm not wearing a mask. They're trying to take my fucking freedom. They're trying to tell me what to do. I thought this was a free country. Well, you got to wear fucking clothes in the store. They're telling you to do that. You got to wear shoes in there. They're telling you to do that. What if I want to be barefoot? What if I like to be barefoot? Because it makes my feet tougher. I don't like wearing... Why do I got to wear shoes? It makes my feet stink. What do I got to wear a shirt, man? I got a six pack. I'm going to show this shit off. I want to pick up chicks. You know, it's hot outside. What do I got to wear this fucking shirt? I'm sweating through it anyway. So it's like, what are we gonna do? I have a speed limit. Well, stoplights, they're fucked. Stoplights tell me what to do. Fucking, what, just so this mask thing is like, puts you over the edge? Just fucking wear a mask. It's for other people. Selfish fucks. I wear one when I go into stores and when I'm in public, I wear a fucking mask. I'm not bitching about it and complaining like they're taking our freedom. I've had people tell me they think, like, I got into this in the rant. Stop, Dave. Saying about masks, but I'm saying there's this tribe of, like, don't wear a mask. They're taking our freedom. Wear a mask. You selfish fuck. It protects people. Even a little bit. Even if it helps a little bit. I don't know the fucking science behind it. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a doctor. I'm a pool boy. I don't know what that was from. Oh, Ace Ventura. So much tribalism. And, and it goes back into our DNA. You know, I'd like bring this up to people all the time when you're living in your, your village, your tribe, or whatever it was, and if somebody showed up and they looked different than you, back in the day, it wasn't always a good thing. Yeah, there were explorers that might show up on your doorstep or they might like come stumbling through the jungle and find a tribe of pygmies and they want to study of them and, and learn from them and stuff, and it was cool. But fucking normally when like a ship showed up with a giant sail and these fucking giant guys were on it with their fucking braids and their, their fucking shields and their axes and their giant beards, they were not there to fucking study you and learn from you. They were there to fucking kill you and rape your women. So that happened so often way back when and it was like a norm as though when you seen those people coming, you got scared for your fucking life. They were about to fucking slice you in half with an axe and burn your village down. Or they were about to rape you and then fucking kill you probably. Or kill you, then rape you. I don't know. These fucking people were savages and they were crazy. And that stuff supposedly gets in our DNA and it, and it, and it follows through our DNA. So when you see somebody who looks different than you, it's, it's not an excuse to be prejudiced or racist you know, and I don't necessarily think it's racist, but you, you, you judge really quickly. But that was just, just some fucking monkey shit still in our DNA where something's bigger than you. Like, I see a dude that's white and he, he's fucking giant, like a big dude, like 6'6", six, six, 300 fucking pounds. I'm like, damn, that dude's a big dude. And I'm judging him, you know, and not necessarily in a bad way. Fat people, I judge fat people. Like, just be healthy like me. I don't have any genes in my body that'll make me fat. Like, I can't fat shame people. There's times in my life where if I could have got fat, I'd be fucking fat. Because I was eating like shit, not exercising. I just don't have the genetics for it. And I shouldn't judge people, but I do sometimes. And you can't, I don't want to use this whole, it's in my DNA, it's natural to do it. But it's there and you have to recognize it. You got to catch it, check it, change it. 
And I is it slowly probably being because of the civilized world we live in now? Is it being is it less dominant in our in our genetics? Hopefully, I think it is. But I think people are always going to be judging people on their appearance, and I think it has a lot to do with tribalism. Man, did I touch on everything? Maybe. This fucking podcast went long enough. That was tribalism, my take on it. <laughs> you know, and I'm going to try to do more of these subject ones. It gives me something to talk about. It puts me on little rants. I can go off on sidetrack like I do and, and just talk about whatever. So this might be on YouTube eventually. I'm going to fuck around with it and see how it goes. I need to get uh, stuff out on YouTube. Uh, like Tanner said, you're fucking, you look cool when you talk. Or, I don't know what he fucking said. He didn't say I look cool. Thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Uh, hit me up. I am Dave Helmberg on Facebook, Dave's Podcast on Facebook, and I, it's Dave's Podcast One at gmail.com. If you want to be on the podcast, if you want me to talk about something, let me know. Uh, if you want to sponsor the podcast, I'm always open for some, some sponsorships. I'll get a little coin off my podcast to help me through my days of not being at work. I never even talked about that, and I don't need to. I usually start the podcast off by, how am I doing? This is a Dave cast. I'll talk about me. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. I really do appreciate it. And Funny Welder, uh, Funny Welder Gaming on Facebook, please. If you see me go live and I'm just streaming, stop by. Give me a holler. Chat with me. Call me dumb. I don't give a fuck. Just say something. Or just like it. Share it. You don't even have to say anything. Just give me a reaction, a like. Uh, the more views I have, the more reactions and comments I have, it, it, this algorithm kicks in and it, it, it bumps me higher in this list of streamers. And I think the biggest thing is by views. So if you're fucking not doing anything and your computer's sitting there, just turn it on. Mute me. Don't even watch it. Just give me the view. <laughs> oh, how petty is that? I'm begging for views here. Thank you guys so much. Until next time. Later.